You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about mental routines. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, Master Certified Coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week on the podcast, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most and have a lot more fun in the process. All right, let's get started. Well, hello. It's so fun to be here today. I followed my podcast setup routine. I plugged in my microphone. I got my water. I made sure podcast dog had the opportunity to come in. She loves to lay in the corner while I record these episodes. I popped up my little show notes, the bullet points that I used to guide the conversation with you. And then I opened my recording software and cleared my throat. And here we are. I do love routines. Having worked with many brains, I see what's common and what's unique about each person. I find it interesting how many people talk about routines, especially morning routines. So many people want to have a morning routine because they believe it is part of their self-care and it's how they're going to set up their day, right? Beautiful intention. I'm going to have this certain routine that is really going to set me up for the day. And of course, most modern people feel like a good day is one when they're very productive, right? We talk a lot about efficiencies and, you know, what routines will help us get to those efficiencies. And most people believe that if they do certain things, they will experience certain types of lives. And the morning routine is that way. So, what, for example, someone will come in and they'll be like, oh, this is my morning routine. I want to um, to get up and um, go for a walk or a run, and then I want to shower, and then I want to journal, and then I want to meditate. And I'll ask them, if you, you know, how often do you want to do this? They're like, every day. And I say, great, end to end, start to finish. How long is their routine? And I usually get a little bit of an awkward laugh. ha, ha, ha. Because it's it's such a big commitment for them to do this routine before they even really get started on the main tasks of the day. And that's fine if people can spend an hour, 90 minutes, two hours starting off the day, and that's exactly getting you the results you want. Fine, rock on. We're not really going to be talking about that today. What I want to talk about is the fact that this desire for routines can be a starting point to really explore who you are and how you want to operate in the world. I have worked in software development and supported IT work for a very long time, decades, since before there were computers, let's put it that way. And I love the word routine as it's used in software. It describes a block of code. A software routine will start at line one, and it will run through the lines of code until the sequence is terminated or if there's a failure point. There's, that's what's called a bug in software. There's actually kind of a funny story about why 
They call it bug in software. It's based on real bugs getting into old-timey computers. <laughs> so I fell in love with this term, the idea of the routine, decades ago. And quite honestly, you know, a lot of this, like, the life hacker kind of dudes who came, you know, and made the concept of morning routine so ubiquitous, they come from tech. So they may be thinking this as well, that a well-run program is something that's a real predictable sequence. And I love this. The routine starts and it just simply moves from one line of code to the next until it finishes or terminates due to dun, 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 a bug. <laughs> and having that background in technology has, has made it easier for me personally to design routines or the habits of routine into my life. I am a very routine-based person. Um, I actually, a funny aside, my son who's now 18, there was one time he was watching me in the kitchen and he's like, it's like watching a robot. He had gotten into robots because, um, because of the way I go through life. It's a little unusual, um, but it's also like mad efficient. So for me, like, for example, I do have a morning routine. It's not this like set of actions in the sense of I will do this, then I will do this. It's, it's things like, um, I'll lay for a few seconds in the morning and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And I'm almost testing the code. I'm running through the, this, then that, then this. And then I get up and I stop thinking. I just run through the routine. So yes, routines, love them. Does it make my life more efficient and productive? Of course it does. I'm super duper productive in part because I have routinized so many things in my life. However, there are a lot of people who will do routines in their life or build habits or sequences to get through the day. But I don't think a lot of people really notice that we individually have routines of thoughts. And this could be sentences or questions that will run on a sequence in a practiced, predictable way. And you can change what you do all day long. But if you really want to amplify your sense of ease, if you really, really want to amplify the less stress, more fun way of life, you would be so benefited by noticing your mental routines. So my kids were in elementary school early on in my coaching life when I started to learn all of these skills that have changed my life and allowed me to be a catalyst of change in other people's lives. And learning more about my mind and how the brain works. I have have studied so much about the brains, sections of the brain, chemicals of the brain, how we're socialized, like all of that. That has been the my purpose in life for the past seven or eight years is to understand people and why they do what they do in a way that is very structure, structured and predictable. And in the process, of course, I became so much more aware of my mental routines. So the mental routine, that phrase that I'm using today, it is a set of thoughts or feelings. They arrive in your awareness and it, it again, like a line of code, it'll, or a, a chunk of code, it'll go from one thought to another, to another, to another. It is a routine that your brain 
has developed as it relates to a program or section of thinking. I'll give a few examples to bring this to life. You know, and 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 some that I love, some that I don't. Okay, so here's an example. When I go and I drive to a store or a restaurant, I park the car thinking about where the sun will be while I'm inside and where it's likely to be when I'm out. I live in a hot climate. I have for decades. I, I spent a lot of time in Phoenix, Arizona. I can find shade in a parking lot like it's an Olympic sport. I think about what the exit plan will be, what's the, the traffic pattern. When I go in, there's a, a pattern, there's a routine of thoughts of, I wonder where the shade is. I wonder how I'm getting out of here. If I park here, I'm likely to be able to turn left. It's really, I call it, begin with the end in mind. My kids would laugh if they were sitting in here with me, or my coworkers would laugh if they were in here with me, because this concept of begin with the end in mind is, it is such a part of me as the fact that I have four fingers and a thumb on each of my two hands. I like that routine of thinking, so I've kept it. And it's so funny. Now in my family, I've apparently, this has gone into my children through osmosis or the fact that I talk out loud a lot. I'll give another example. I was working on a coaching certification where there was a lot of focus on paying attention to your emotional climate, what the weather is emotionally, and the consequences of that. And with that being on my brain a lot, I started to notice that when I would back my car out of the driveway, whether it was just to leave for a few hours, for the day, or for a trip, I started to kick off a mental routine. I didn't even know that it was really there until I started to notice this feeling of of anxiety, this is wrong, not wanting to leave my house. And I would notice, like, it didn't even matter. It started, oh, who knows when it started, but I really remember when my kids were little and we'd load up to go to the park and I'd be like, you know, I did I remember everything? I, do I have everything? I don't want to do this. I didn't love just kind of sit and shepherding kids at the park. I'm a very intellectual person and I found it boring to watch kids climb playground equipment. There, I've said it. I've admitted it. Um, but uh, yeah, I would just feel really, really anxious. Like, how long are we going to be there? Is everything going to be okay? And it was just, it would be this like routine of thinking. Now, I did not like this mental routine but it was very, very baked into my mind. It was part of my identity as someone who was a homebody and introverted, and I didn't want to go out, which that's not necessarily true. It was just sequence of thinking. It was a th sequence of thinking and questioning. So this was a mental routine that I wanted to adjust and destabilize. Now, let me pause for a moment. As we talk about it, you may be thinking of mental routines in your own life. And when we think about not just changing what we do, I'm going to meditate, then journal, then work out, and that's going to change my life. But it's, I'm going to notice when I get anxious and I'm going to tell myself a different sequence of thoughts. Um, it's tempting to try to do a lot at once. And listen, you get to do whatever you want in your life, of course. But I recommend just 
adjusting one mental routine redesign at a time. So let's make this conversation practical. How will you know what mental routines to work on? Well, here are a few suggestions. One is like that um, backing out of the driveway and, and all of the thoughts that would kick up just like a little block of code running the program. If you notice feelings of discomfort on a predictable basis, if you have habits that aren't working for you, so for example, maybe you have started a morning routine, but it's just not clicking into place, or if there's an area where you'd like to be a little bit more efficient or streamlined. So let's talk about each one of those suggestions. Discomfort that's based in a mental routine, not just what you do, but the mental energy behind it can be a surprisingly substantial energy suck. It is not just what we do. It is the way we talk to ourselves all day long that can really make a difference in where your energy goes. Energy is a combination of constructs. So I am tired could be like physical tired. I have low energy could be a physical low energy, maybe related to hormones or what you're eating or how well you're sleeping, etc. So I don't think you can just do mental gymnastics to feel super energetic all the time. I mean, maybe you could the human brain. It's amazing. It, a lot more is possible. And please don't let me tell you what's possible for you. I find for me, it's helpful to notice when my discomfort is due to physical factors, due to like actions I can take, and when it is due to mental programming that is running and running and running and draining my batteries. If you have habits that you're trying to change and it's just not working for you, there could be a mental routine that is an obstacle. For example, maybe you are committed to doing a certain morning routine. Right now, because of my schedule, uh, my morning routine includes getting up, getting the dog fed, and then I'll usually make the coffee. And then there's, depending on just timing or whatever, I might do my little morning yoga routine first or take the dog for a W-A-L-K. She's in the room, so I have to be careful. <laughs> Those are things that are part of my morning routine. But if I'm sitting there, if I'm sitting there with the mental routine part of it being like, this is great. I feel awesome. I love doing this. This is a good part of my day. This will only take 10 minutes. Yeah, I want to go now. I'm going to have a different sense of commitment and get the results that I want from doing my routine. But if I'm sitting there the whole time and I'm doing the actions, but underneath it is, I don't have time for this. Who can bother? Why am I doing this? You know, if if that's the mental routine, then maybe that's why the morning routine isn't sticking for you because of what you're telling yourself along the way. Now, maybe there's an area of your life where you would like to be more efficient. First is just thinking, why do you want to be more efficient in this area? For example, I had routines around checking email at work. And there was the thing that I would do, but then there was the mental routine. So the thing I might, I might say, oh, I'm only going to check email once an hour, but then I'd be checking in all the time because it's like, 
oh, I might miss something. And what if they need me? And blah, blah, blah. There was this thing that would make it difficult for me to be as efficient as possible with my email. Well, now I have a relationship with my inbox that has nothing to do, like I haven't imposed rules. I just am aware of my mental routine. I am aware when I'm tempted to check email because I'm feeling anxious because of the what I'm telling myself compared to, great, this is a pause between one chunk of work and the other. This is a perfect time to check my email. Having a really dialed in mental routine can make you more efficient because you're doing things with intention rather than just reacting. Now, this is the Less Stress, More Fun podcast, and I'm going to offer to you that designing or altering a mental routine can be really, really fun. If you're designing a mental routine where, like, for example, that that quick little morning routine I've been talking about, I like to rehearse mentally. Even with some of my predictable routines, I still like to do like a little run through, a little visualization of this, then this, then this. Now, if you're designing a new routine, imagine the speed that you'll be doing it. Like imagine your mental language, like, all right, let's do this. Ah, okay, now on to the next station. So fantastic. Look at you go. Like you notice how like the mental aspect of getting through the routine or maybe your morning routine is that you want to stop starting the day with this like uh, anxious energy and you want to slow it down. You can imagine talking to yourself like, all right, getting out of bed. Ah, it feels so good. Ah, let's stretch out. Okay, here we go. Time for the yoga. Ah, let's slow it down, right? Like you're still maybe doing the yoga, but the the way you're talking to yourself, you could speed it up or slow it down depending on what you're trying to accomplish. Isn't that fun? You could maybe imagine an animal. Like, what would it be like to do your morning routine in cat mode, or dog mode, or elephant mode, or owl mode? These are ridiculous suggestions, and it can be really fun. Maybe there are times I'm trying to change a habit, and I want to be more like a dog. I'm just happy. I'm just. I'm thinking of sweet dog Bailey in here. She's like, I'm just sniffing around. I'm just watching the world. There's no big deal. That could be a really fun way to change your relationship to how you approach a task. And the last suggestion is to imagine a fictional character. As you're doing this routine, the doing of it, is your mental character going to be the role of an auditor with a checkboard and a checklist? Speed it up. You're doing good, but you got to make sure it's accurate. Are you going to be a superhero? Maybe you need the mental routine of a rock star. So let's look back at my like anxious at leaving the house routine. What would it have been like if I'd had the suggestion to be like, I'm leaving. I'm going to the big show. We're going to the playground. Look out, everybody. This is what you bought tickets for. I don't know. That's a ridiculous suggestion, too. But isn't that much more fun than putting pressure on yourself? I think so. Now. Again, I have to pause 
and say, please keep in mind that whatever your existing mental routines are, they have a purpose in life. Whenever your brain programs in something for you, it probably had a reason. What really impacts people's ability to get results through whatever they're using to change their lives is that they don't expect and they don't argue with their brain's resistance. So let's talk about you for a moment. And this invitation for you is first to think about what would you like to work on? What routines of behavior and thought do you want to work on? If you love this idea of focusing on the mental routines as much as or more as the doing part of routines, consider taking this week to just observe your habits. Start to notice if you have mental routines. For example, maybe you have a mental routine that kicks off when someone cuts you off in traffic. Like if someone cuts into your lane and you miss the light, do you have a routine of reacting to that mentally? That's just one idea, but be a student of yourself and notice what mental routines are habits for you. To help you discover those, think about areas of your life where you're uncomfortable. And uncomfortable could be times when you're stressed out, angry, sad, eating too much, not eating enough, things like that. When there are areas of your life where there's discomfort, there could be a mental routine that's amplifying that discomfort. Are there times of day that you'd like to make more efficient or more fun? Then once you've been a scientist of what's happening currently, you can maybe pick one of those morning routines that you'd like to change, or you could pick an area where you'd like to introduce a new mental routine. I would encourage you, avoid getting too positive to force negativity away. In that example of being cut off and you find yourself in a routine of thinking, this, that always happens. I'm never going to, I'm not going to get there on time. Whatever your mental routine is for you as it goes through the program. If you're like, it's fine, I'm really peaceful. Your brain is not going to buy too much of a shift. If you try a new mental routine, a new way of talking to yourself, and it's not sticking, you might be activating change resistance. All right, we have ways that we talk to ourselves that are habits or routines, but I hope it helps call attention to the fact that you might be able to change from the outside in, and I propose that it can be so much more efficient, playful, fun, and effective If you change from the inside out, listen to your routines of talking to yourself and see what changes come to mind for you. And here's one of my routines. It's been a pleasure working with you today. And until next time. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you next week.